Psalm 23 this morning. I want to remind you what the Lord says in his word. In verse 1, he says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This morning I want to remind you who your shepherd is. We have a lot going on in our society. There's a lot of things that could make you fearful and afraid. But I want to remind you who's in control of everything. David here says, the Lord is my shepherd. This is the language of the Lord's lambs as he's speaking back to them. Uh, the, the sheep are speaking to the Lord here. And then by verse 4, it's uh, the Lord personally drawing near. Now I'll not give you everything that's in this passage but I want to remind you today who's in control. The Lord is my shepherd. The word shepherd there, it means to feed. He's the one who's leading me. He's the one who's making sure I'm fed and clothed. He's the one making sure that I'm taken care of and not just taken care of, but well taken care of. It's the Lord. He's the one in control. It's not me. It's not you. It's the Lord. He has his sheep on his mind and he loves them. He gave his life for them. He laid down his life for them. The Lord is the one who's in control. Take Take that to heart and remember that. If the Lord has brought you through it or to it, he'll bring you through it. He's in control of it. The Lord has not allowed anything to happen that he's not going to take care of you with. He's not brought you to a certain point and said, now do the best you can. He's brought you here so that you'll trust his unseen hand even, even going into the future. The Lord is... My shepherd, is he your shepherd today? David said he's mine. No matter what anybody else says about him, he's mine. If he's not anybody else's, he's mine. I can trust him. I love him, and he loves me. He is the one that I sing about. The writers that I've read after have said that this psalm is the nightingale of all the songs, there is no place you've made it to in your life where you cannot look back and say, the Lord's been my shepherd and he'll continue to be. This psalm has comforted a many a heart. In the deepest, darkest trials that men have faced, they've gone to this psalm and no matter what people have faced, they can come to this passage and they can look back in faith and say, the Lord's been my shepherd, 
and I'll not fear. He will carry me all the way in, no matter what happens in this life. My Lord loves me, and he's my shepherd. A good shepherd leads. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. Jesus is the good shepherd. And as you study the Psalms, you'll find Psalm 22 is a picture of the good shepherd. Psalm 23 is a picture of the living shepherd. And Psalm 24 is a psalm of the exalted sovereign, the chief shepherd. You'll find he's the great shepherd and the bishop of our souls. And if he is, and he is, then he'll make sure you're taken care of. David said, I shall not want. It doesn't mean I'll not wish, but I'll not want. There may be things you wish for that would be different or better, but I promise you, you'll not lack any good thing. There may be some things that you would have picked different in your life, but you cannot look back and say, I've lacked anything. Because as I look back down my weary, wandering, winding road, I find it's been my shepherd who's led me all this way. And Fanny J. Crosby wrote it right. She said, all the way my Savior leads me. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercy who through life has been my guide? I look back on my life and I see it's been my shepherd guiding me all this way. He said, I'll lack nothing. I'll not lack a thing. In verse 2, you'll find, I'll not lack provision and I'll not lack peace. I'll get the provision I need. Whatever you need, the shepherd knows and he'll provide it. If there's peace you need, he'll give it. In verse 3, he says, I'll not lack any guidance because he's the one that's leading me. I can trust his leadership. When you can't see his hand, trust his heart. In verse 4, he says, I'll not lack any courage nor comfort. No matter what comes my way, I'll not fear. I'll face it with courage because it's my shepherd who's ahead of me. The shepherd, the good shepherd, is equipped with good weapons. And he'll not let anything come against his own They'll have to cross the shepherd first before they get to the sheep. So friend, if you're facing dark trials and temptations, if you're facing hardships in this life, it has got to cross the shepherd before it comes to you. And he'll lay down his life for the sheep. In verse 5, he said, I'll not lack protection. I'll not lack preservation. I'll not lack honor. I'll not lack anything of that sort because it's my shepherd. In verse 5, you'll also find there, I'll not lack any joy and I'll not lack any fullness of the blessings of God. Why? Because he's the one that's setting the table for me. I've got a table I can sit down at and there's fullness of joy in his presence. I find in Zechariah that he said, I fed the flock. The shepherd fed his own flock. And he said, I took two rods, beauty and bands. The Lord feeds his own with beauty and with bands and cords of love. You'll not lack any joy in his presence. You'll not lack one blessing in his presence. In verse 6, you'll find 
that I'll not lack any divine favor in this life, in this earthly life. God smiles on me. I've got my shepherd's smile. Boy, he loves me, and I love him. And I'll not lack any of that in this life. And then you'll find in the life to come, I'll not lack a heavenly home because I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Not I might, I will. You see, he begins in verse 1 with, I shall not want, and he ends with, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's a future promise you can hang your hat on. As you live in this life, you'll not like anything that the Lord wants you to have. And in the life to come, you'll find, I'll not like a heavenly home there either. He is the one that has made me who I am. You'll find in Psalm 100, it says, we are the sheep of his pasture. It is the Lord that has made us, not we ourselves. And if it's the Lord that has made you, if it's the Lord that's guided you and kept you and charted your course, if it's the Lord that has made sure you didn't get overtaken by anything. If it's the Lord that has guided you in the path that you're in, if it's the Lord who's preserved your life, He is the one who'll make sure you make it all the way in. The Lord never does uh, start one way and let it end another. It is the Lord who has caused all of this to come to fruition this day as you see it. It's the Lord. He's in control. He is the good shepherd. He's a chief shepherd. He is, according to the Bible, the great shepherd. And as you look down through here, I want you to remember a few things. In as I look over this passage, I find that beneath me are green pastures. The word green there is tender. The Lord is full of tender compassion and mercy. And whatever you need, you'll find Him meeting you with tender love and care. Green pastures are underneath me. Before me are still waters. Sheep do not like a bunch of commotion going on. They don't like the rippling waters. They like calms and cool, peaceful waters. David said, that's what's before me. With me is my shepherd. Before me is a table. Around me may be my enemies, but after me are goodness and mercy, and beyond me is my heavenly home. I ain't got a whole lot to worry about. As this life, we walk together as God's people. There may be fearful days ahead, but fear not, little flock. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you a kingdom. Don't worry. Don't fear. God has got your best interest at heart. And He will sooner come off the throne than to allow one of His little ones to suffer and to utterly perish. God is a better shepherd than that. And if, if a man is a shepherd who would not suffer his own home to be broken up, what makes you think 
Our chief shepherd will suffer his home to be broken up. God forbid. He's in control of every bit of it. And he will make sure this little flock makes it to the end. I ask a man who owns sheep. I ask him about sheep a little bit. And I ask him a few things about the way they behave. Here's what he said. He said, but he sees verses 1 through 3 in this passage as the sheep talking to the shepherd and then verses 4 through 6 as the shepherd talking to the sheep. So keep that in mind as you read it. Here's what the man told me who has sheep. He said, disposition greatly in, is greatly influenced by the parents. However the sheep are, that's the way their children will be. If the parents don't care for the shepherd, the babies won't either. Here's what he told me. He said, I've got some of my own sheep that won't get close to me. He said, some, I, he said I'm grieved at my heart that they won't get close. He said, I know their voices, and I can tell by their cry what they're after. Some just will not get close enough for me to put my hands on. He said, but this I've noticed. If I've got one that has not lambed, and she lambs, a lot of times they'll at, first, at last let me get close. And once they let me get close, they're stuck with me. They can't get away from me. They love me. And as the mama loves me, that baby does too. Let me ask you something, parent. How are you loving the Lord? Grandparent, your little ones are watching. And however you love the Lord and however close you are to the shepherd, that's how close your babies would be too. The man also told me, sometimes his sheep get out. And he said, if they ever find the hole in the fence to get out, when you bring them back in, You've got to put another fence up on the inside of the fence and make them stay in there for a while because until they learn that they've got to be kept real close to the shepherd, they'll keep going back to the hole in the fence wanting to get out. Don't get away from the shepherd because once you do, your propensity is to go back that way and then he's got to use a rod to keep you in do you know what the rod is for? The rod is to keep the enemy away. And you got a good shepherd who loves you, who keep your enemy away. But the rod is also to put you back in line. If you're a wandering sheep, he will make sure you get back in line. And there's a lot of times that we have our own thinking and our own way, but God's way is higher than ours, and his thoughts are not ours. And sometimes he brings a rod of correction our way, and he puts us back in line. And no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. You see, the Lord uses his rod to correct and to put us back in line. You know why? Because he loves you. And he wants you to be close. Close enough he can put his hands on. If he's going to make you lie down, 
you have to be close. If he's going to lead you, you've got to have your eye to him. If he's going to restore your soul, a restore there means to bring back. If he's going to restore you, he's going to have to be close by. If he's going to lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, you've got to be looking to him. Who are you looking to today? Are you looking to man to save you? I'm afraid that in this past week, a lot of our countrymen have had their hopes dashed because Trump, his last-ditch effort failed, and they're looking to a man to save them out. But friend, it's not Trump that's our shepherd. It is the good shepherd, Jesus Christ, the righteous, who is our shepherd. He is in control of everything. Remember that. And I want you to notice this, and I'm going to close with these thoughts. There's so much I could say about this passage. But when it comes to the shepherd, I want you to remember this. Look at verses 1 through 3. He says he an awful lot, doesn't he? But look in verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Oh, now it's changed from he... A third person pronoun to second person. Do you know why? Because in verses 1 through 3, he's telling everybody else about who the Lord is to him. But now he's facing hard times and some things he's yet to face. He's facing the valley of the shadow of death. But he said, I won't fear there either because it's not he's with me. But his eyes now on his shepherd and he says, there he is. That's him, that's my Lord. You're here, and I have no reason to fear. You see, he started by telling others about who the Lord was, but now he's talking directly to his shepherd. Is the shepherd that close to you where you can talk directly to him? You got your eye on him, and oftentimes you say, Where are you, Lord, when I need you? But now your eyes fixed on him. When you go through the valley of the shadow of death, notice he says through. He doesn't say he left me in it. I'm just a passing through. And it's a valley. It's the valley where he restores your soul. Remember that. Life is lived in the valley. And then he says it's a shadow. You know what a shadow means? Light is close by. I don't have to fear because the Lord is my light. He is the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. In Psalm 119, it says, Thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I don't have to worry because I've got a light to shine on my pathway. And if there's a light shining, that means it'll cast a shadow. Guess whose shadow is being cast? My shepherd. I'm so close to him, I see his shadow. And I hide underneath the shadow of his wings. I get close to him. I love him. And he loves me. Oh, that reminds me of an old hymn that says, Loved with everlasting love, led by grace that love to know. Spirit breathing from above, thou hast taught me that it is so. Oh, this pure and perfect peace. Oh, this transport all divine in a love which cannot cease. I'm his, and he is mine. Are, are you his this morning? 
Is he yours? Is he your shepherd? Do you have worry? Do you have doubts? Do you fear? Do you fret? David said, fret not, O soul, because of evildoers. Don't worry about the evildoers. You know why? Because if you get up close to the shepherd, your enemy can't get but so close before they meet the shepherd. But if you're going to wander out there on the hillside and you're not going to come into the fold and you're going to jump from field to field and from bush to bush looking for some other delicacy to feed on as though this world has something to offer, you're easy prey for the enemy. But if you're close to the shepherd and you're underneath his shadow, you ain't going to have no harm come to you. As a matter of fact, when you come into the fold, here's the picture. He says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. It's like the shepherd does this right here, and he makes a basket with his arms, and he says, come in here, my dear one. You eat. He said, in the presence of my enemies. The enemies aren't gone, but what he does is he lays down his arms, and the enemy is on the outside, and you're on the inside of his fold, and he keeps the enemies out, and he says, oh, enemy, you stay out here. You got to watch him eat. And that's why we're here today. We're here in the fold of God. We've forsaken our own house, our own thoughts, our own lives, and we've come into the fold of God, and we've met together to worship today. And he lays down his arms and he says, Oh, enemy, stay outside, and you get to watch my dear ones eat on thee. And so, friend, you get to come in today and enjoy the blessings of God. Don't worry. Leave all that outside. God's in control. He's the one that's ordained our times and seasons. He's the one that's appointed your days and the lines of your habitation. They've fallen in good and pleasant places. Don't worry. God's in control. The enemy's on the outside having a look in. And the shepherd is the one who's got his arms wrapped around, which reminds me of Deuteronomy 33. You know what it says? Underneath are the everlasting arms. How long can you lean upon his arm and trust his hand? They're everlasting, so they'll never fail. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms, the song says. I understand there's fearful days ahead. But David said, when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that's higher than I, for thou hast been a shelter for me. Don't be so soon shaken. After that you've suffered a while, that the Lord may strengthen, establish, and settle your hearts. As we look through this passage, I'll tell you that if you had studied this passage, you'll find every name that the Lord has said He was in His Word is revealed in this passage. For example, the Lord, that's Jehovah, there He is. The Lord is who? My shepherd, that's Jehovah Ra'ah. The Lord is my shepherd. As you look beyond that, you'll find 
I shall not want. That's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. And then in verse 2, you'll find Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace, because there's still waters there. And as if I was to go through every name of the Lord, Jehovah's it canoe, the Lord is my righteousness, the Lord is my banner and my flag of victory. That's Jehovah Nissi. That's what he does in the presence of your enemies. He is my banner, and his banner over me is love. Why should I worry? Why should I fear when this very same Jesus is oh so near? He lives in my heart. He hears when I cry and I'll call on his name till the storm passes by. That's the way the song goes. I think of all kinds of songs that'll encourage your heart today if you just ponder it and think a while. I think of songs like see the storm and do not fear it. Hear the winds. Don't you be alarmed. If your soul can bear the heartache, there's bound to be a rainbow after the storm. (laughs) And it will pass. The sun will break through. The clouds will roll back like the sea. And it will pass, oh soul, have patience. Oh, how sweet the victory. Don't worry, friend. You've got a good shepherd. you got the very best, and he loves you, and he will suffer none of his to be touched. The flame shall not hurt thee. He said, I only design thy dross to consume and thy gold to refine. The Lord is in control. Don't forget that. The Lord is my shepherd. Perhaps today you need to be reminded who's in control. Maybe you got some things today you need to say to your shepherd. Maybe you need to tell him thank you. As I look back over my days, so many times my life could have stopped short and I'd have, and it would have ended bad for me. But my shepherd has been leading and guiding. Say, will he hear me if I call? Peter went out to meet the Lord. Walking on the sea, he looked at the waves around and he began to sink. But Jesus heard his cry for help. Oh, my Lord, save me. He stretched forth his hand to him and he'll do the same for me. He'll do it for you too, friend. If you call, he said, he hears if you call. And as many as shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, is what the Lord said. 
If you call, he's listening. If you're tired of wondering and tired of not knowing where you are, there is a shepherd who can lead you and guide you. If you don't know how to get out of where you are, there is a good shepherd, and he will guide you out. I tell you, friend, you got the very best on your side if you'll just trust him and look to him and uh, submit your will to his, you'll find he is a good shepherd. Do you realize why things are the way they are? It's because the Lord has ordained it so. Why are you here today? Because there's somebody looking out for you when you is too ignorant to look out for yourself, there is a shepherd over you. And he's a calling. And he said, my sheep, hear my voice. It was that same voice that spoke the world into existence. It's that same voice who made everything. It's the same voice that's upon the waters. And today, if you'll hear his voice, harden not your heart. Call upon him. He's near You'll hear if you'll call. Where are you today, O soul? Do you need help? Call upon him. Is there something you need to tell the shepherd today? I'd invite you to talk to him. If you would, let's stand together. Aaron, if you would.